This podcast is brought to you by Anchor. Are you thinking about doing your own podcast, but you don't know how? Well, have you heard about Anchor? It's actually the platform that I'm hosting through this right now. And yes, it's free. Not only is it free, it's super easy to use. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And you can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so much more. It's really that easy. And guess what? You can actually make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That's a big deal. So it's really everything you need in one place to make an amazing podcast. All you have to do is download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. In five, four, three, two, one. Bum, 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 bum. Genius brain, you bitch. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Genius Brain Podcast. I hope your week has fared you well. You know every Thursday is going to be me and Joe talking our shit. Let's talk like a lot of shit. That's right. You fucking... You fucking needy sons of bitches. <laughs> I need help. <laughs> du, 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 to the rescue. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the interesting thing is this whole like giving people podcast topics things was something that I was going to do every now and then. But it seems like a lot of people actually just want you guys just want to hear. I wouldn't say advice, but just our thoughts and our takes on things because we're you know, we can give you an unbiased opinion. Yeah. About your things that's going on. So when you guys join the Patreon and you ask these questions or topics, if it's very specific to what you're going through. Be specific about it. I like the long stories. Yeah, give us the long story because if not, then we're just going to have to fill in our own blanks and make assumptions mm-hmm. because that just becomes – well, sometimes – because I read a couple of comments where they're like, well, you don't know the whole story. Of course I don't fucking know the whole story. I got story. a paragraph, you fuckface. <laughs> yeah, like what was, what was I supposed to do? <laughs> I mean we're kind of left to assume. Yeah, so uh, let's start with the first one today. No bullshit. Uh, let's start with LaCoya Tyler. Shout out to that name. That's fucking dope. LaCoya. Sounds like a fucking fizzy drink and shit. Let me get La some of that LaCoya. Oh, yeah. <laughs> She's sweet. LaCoya. Got that LaCoya? Mm. So my ex-fiance stepped out of our relationship. Emotionally back around the end of March slash beginning of April. We had a fight mm. for several things. The biggest be- is be- being because he got pissed off and equated my dirty dancing with my married best girlfriend who has two kids. Equate, I don't know what that means. Uh, yes, she considers herself bi, but I am not her type when it comes to females. Also, he got jealous that they they got too intimate in dancing. A little dirty dancing. Dirty dancing. Uh, the other thing was, the other thing was the point of contention was that I urged him to go to counseling. He had a lot of childhood trauma and had two breakdowns after getting super drunk in the year. And at the time, two months we had been together, one lasting for four hours, during which time he repeatedly said he didn't want to be a person, and then. And that he was a number of super negative things. I basically told him that I didn't feel comfortable marrying him if he didn't take counseling serious and gain some kind of coping mechanisms to deal with all the stressful shit in his life. Sounds reasonable. Mm -hmm. The next day, he left me a two-page letter that was basically just a man tantrum. And he had my promise ring sitting on top of the letter waiting for me when I got home from a 16-hour shift at work. Apparently, this is when he turned to his boss, who's 10 years older than him, has a kid and had hung out with me several times before and found out that I would find out. Uh, what was going on, movies, dinners, lunches, bowling, karaoke drinks, etc. For support, I guess. I'm just trying to figure out if I was wrong in pushing the counseling thing. I mean, I know that it's not my fault for the cheating, but I would love to have your advice on this. It's hard knowing that they're dating 
that they're dating and in a relationship when I was just finalizing plans for our wedding. Thank you. Love so you both. her fiance was dating his boss. Is that what was going on? Let's see. Because it sounds like um, that's what she was saying at the at toward uh, the end. Yeah, the boss. Right? He turned to his boss to to the boss who's ten years older than him. Yeah. Yeah. So like, uh, he he was a gay guy or, or or like a like a sugar mama or whatever like situation. Like I don't know what the gender of the boss is. Probably female because uh, it seems that he's getting jealous. He's a straight. It seems like that's what it is because uh, he felt weird about her bisexual homegirl oh, uh, uh, grinding up on her. I would have been horny. That's what I was thinking, bro. <laughs> like, I, I don't know how I would feel about that because if I see, like, let's say it's 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 like because if he was bi, I'd get why he's jealous. Yeah. Because, but, but I'm a, you know, straight guys are fucking stupid. Like, yeah. we'll look at that and go, ooh, <laughs> does this mean that a threesome's coming on? Oh, what's up? We, we automatically assume that we're invited to the party. I know, so, right? So I'm gonna, I'm gonna see two pussies, right? Is this what happened? Yeah. <laughs> it's interesting because, like, um, <laughs> like, hold on, girl. Oh, she I'd says, be mad at that I wasn't invited to the dirty dancing to watch. Yeah. Like, what the fuck, man? She also said there was <laughs> physical cheating. Sorry, I left that out. Oh, okay. So, 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 <laughs> well, that's a big part of freaking evidence. Yeah. So, though he, so he fucked the the boss basically. Oh, right? so he fucked the boss. They've been having like this dating relationship thingy. Yeah. And then, um, what what did she call out? Like they had restaurant, like dates, basically dates, right? Movies yeah. and all that. And all he was saying is like, no, it's it's just. Yeah, I think. This is my just this is not advice, but this is just my personal take on everything. Yeah. I just think like there's already a lot of shit that's fucked up here. A lot of shit. Mm-hmm. The trust is violated. You guys don't seem to be able to communicate because, you know, you you're saying one thing. He doesn't understand it. And he writes like a two page letter. Um, yeah. He doesn't. That means he doesn't feel understood. Yeah. Right. So obviously, like. You sound sensible. Like what you said, like most people, when they're talking their points, they usually are right of mind. Yeah. But then I don't know how you are when you're emotionally riled up and you're talking to them in a different way or whatever. Like, I don't yeah. know. But um, I think the main thing that I've seen in all relationships, though, is when people tell their story, they're always right. And they're the fucking hero. Yeah. Not saying that she's not at she's not she's not really doing that in an egotistic way, but they don't know what they did wrong is what i'm yeah. saying it's like people will be like man i i said this and you know and then it's you go yeah that sounds reasonable but we all know in a in a relationship like that there's one thing when people tell the story back and then there's what actually happened yeah if i was like a ghost and i was watching that shit both of those motherfuckers like both couples they would go back and tell their friends some other shit yep. than what really happened Hundred percent, and you know what's interesting because I think she's also asking too. From what I read, she's I think she feels at fault for pressuring him to go into counseling to make him feel a certain way. And I maybe she's looking back at it and saying like, if I hadn't done this, he wouldn't have cheated oh, on me. Oh, poor girl. Which which is it so has nothing weird. to do with you asking <laughs> for counseling. It's it's he might. Uh, so here, I think the cheating thing is is this like when people cheat, that's their problem. It's yeah. never you, right? Like some people cheat because they need constant validation or they, you know, they miss the vacation feeling in a relationship. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, when you're pursuing someone, some guys are just addicted to pursuing and conquering. Yeah. So when you are in a relationship and they don't feel the dynamic has changed and they feel like they can't pursue you because they want you or there's just other reasons why 
and here's someone else who's giving him attention. Here's someone else that doesn't see the faults. Here's someone else that looks at him as a man, as someone yeah. that's like amazing and like, and it's like infatuated with them, and they get addicted to that attention. Yeah, and it's it's also too. It's weird for her uh, in in Lacoya life for you. <laughs> Like, you shouldn't look at it like this. Like, for example, in this situation, I feel like you feel that your pressuring him to counseling was a catalyst for him to cheat. If he was going to cheat, he was going to cheat either way. Yeah, that, that's that, the thing with cheaters. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, they, they, they cheat either way. That that was going to happen whether it was this or it was something else. Now, the problem with this, especially in this type of behavior, like, he writes this whole 16-page, uh, I mean, 16-page, <laughs> like, diatribe thing or whatever after, right? He writes a whole novel. Exactly. <laughs> and, you know, for him... I think a lot of people are scared, scared of counseling because in order for you to go to counseling or therapy, you also have to admit that there's something wrong with you. Yeah. And a lot of people can't do that. They can't go to counseling because that means they have to openly admit that, hey, look, I'm kind of fucked up and I need some help. Yeah. Because in, in a lot of the times, even for me, I feel like, oh, I don't need counseling because I, I, I know what I'm doing wrong. I don't need somebody to tell me that I'm already fucking up. I know that I'm fucking up. I know I need counseling. I just don't respect a counselor. <laughs> I've been... Dude, I've been into some rooms where I'm like, you're a fucking dumb shit, dude. Yeah. I need to get out of here. That's the problem. Because also, I have a psychology degree, right? So, yeah. I mean, it's just a bachelor's. It's not a fucking... But the thing is, sometimes that fucks you up. Mm -hmm. When you know too much, it's like you're a filmmaker, right? You make yeah. films and shit. That fucks you up. When you go into the theater, you can't just enjoy it for what it yeah, is. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, it's almost like... I don't know. Like, maybe I had a nursing degree, right? You kind of look at your doctor a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Because you know if they're fucking up or not. And you yeah. go, wait a minute, that doesn't seem right. Yeah. So you hold them up to a higher standard. And I think that's where I fuck up. When I walk in the room, I try my best to do it right. And just kind of like walk in with no bias. But as I start seeing the laziness, I start seeing their problem. I start seeing them like going, you're not engaged. You're, this is a paycheck for you. This is mm. a fucking job for you. I'm out. Yeah. You know, or like, I just, I don't know, man. So that's that's my issue with a lot of counseling and techniques yeah. and methods and things like that that I might not agree with. I know too damn much. Yeah. But you're right. A lot of people, when they go, the fuck? Nothing's wrong with me. I don't need to fucking go. Or just maybe it's the way she did it. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's the way she's like, something's wrong with you. Or I don't know. Like, I don't know how she really did it, you know? Yeah. But that's a touchy thing to talk about. But I had, I, I guarantee you, it has nothing to do with the fucking cheating. Because mm -hmm. I have friends that love their women. Absolutely love their women. Mm-hmm. But they can't resist cheating. Yeah. Because they love touching a lot of women. Just it's a physical thing sometimes. But yeah, I also think it's like an issue that they have to deal with because they like they want to be like they want to be wanted all this shit or I don't know, man. There's just something with it. This podcast is brought to you by Purple. I'm saying purple, baby. The thing that has been helping me sleep so well at night. The mattress that is the perfect, perfect density. I'm talking about firm and soft at the same time. I keep saying firm and soft at the same time because it's hard to explain what type of bed you're body needs until you sleep on a purple mattress my whole life i've been sleeping on these box spring pieces of crap <laughs> and i gotta tell you uh especially as an asian kid uh people were telling me that um you have to sleep on something really hard for your back and lo and behold i was completely wrong i was hurting my joints so many pressure points on my back and the purple mattress relieved all of them literally the best night sleeps i've ever had in my life Never, 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 ever before have I slept this well. 
And it was because I was sleeping on a really bad mattress. I needed something that can keep me cool because I sweat a lot at night. Man, do I sweat a lot. And the technology behind this is amazing because it was developed by rocket scientists. And can I say something, people? If you're getting bad sleep, you're probably cranky and you're probably not happy like me. So get that purple mattress. And let me tell you something, man. You're going to love purple. And right now, my listeners will get a free purple pillow with the purchase of a mattress. That's in addition to the great free gifts they're offering site-wide. Just text BRAIN to 84-888. The only way to get this free pillow is to text BRAIN to 84-888. That's B-R-A-I-N to 84-888. Message and data rates may apply. There's just also this thing of, you know, when... Sometimes people just don't know how to cope with their with problems very well. So their their quick reaction to to a, like a marital problem is for them to find solace and comfort into somebody else rather yeah. than dealing with the problem head on. And we've seen this time and time before where it's mm-hmm. like, oh, if you're you know, we see this shit in meme culture, too, and Twitter culture is like if you can't find a woman or man that satisfies you, there's a, there'll be somebody else that'll do it. No, they right? won't. <laughs> you know, and every, or, or it's, temporary. it's temporary. It's temporary. These 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 fixes are temporary. Like you think that if you bounce from this one, my mom said it the best when Mary and I were going through a lot of problems when so um like I don't post too much about Mariel, and when I do, it's uh, it's something positive because I feel it at the moment, and I want to show her love, whether it's in a public forum or it's personal. But uh, the you know Joe knows too. It me and Mariel's first two years, we were fighting all the fucking time. We could not fucking get along. <laughs> we w- we would always cry to each other about how much we <laughs> fought with our girlfriends. Yeah, it's like fuck these bitches, dude. Yeah, and um, you know when I was telling my mom, I was like, you know, I don't I don't think I could be with this girl, and this was like year two, and I and I really feel like you know I gotta find somebody else that understands me. And what mom said was, you know. I keep hearing your problems and your griping and your bitching about these stuff. And I was like, you're, you're, what you're complaining about is what every couple goes through when you're in a monogamous relationship. Mm-hmm. She goes, your problems that you have with her is not going to be fixed with the next girl. You'll fight these same fights yeah. with this other person. So if you want to be in a relationship, you have to understand what it entails. And you also have to understand that you have to fight for it to a certain extent. She Damn. goes, if it was a problem like her, you know, I don't know. I forgot what the example she gave me was, but like her you know, spending all your money, that's different, yeah. you know? She goes, but if it's a problem of her annoying you, you you spend enough time with anybody, they're gonna fucking annoy you. That's true. <laughs> you know, it's that's not, it, true. It's not a quality that's unique to her. And there's a lot of people too who I've met that openly have come out. I used to live with this one person where they're, they're married now and um, I lived with them and it was so funny because I would hear her conversation. And I remember we were all talking and stuff and talking about relationship shit. And I wasn't in a serious relationship at the time. And she goes, I don't know why people just don't stay with how, – how can people stay with somebody that they argue with? Me and my husband, we never argue. <laughs> and I looked dead in this bitch's soul. And I was like, I fucking live with you. You fight all the fucking time. What are you talking about, dude? <laughs> She's like, it's, she's, in she's delusional. delusional. She's like, we never fight. I just repress all the fights memories so I don't have any fights in my head. I, <laughs> dog, I'm telling you, when I see a couple that that is always lovey-dovey in front of us in public, I know there's some fucked up shit behind doors. Mm. There's, so, there's, there's no reason for, no, I wouldn't say any reason, but if, if that's how the image that you're trying so hard to protect for everybody else to see, then there's definitely something going on behind doors. Um, I'm not saying that's how it is all the time, but that's what I've seen. And now this couple too that I know of, they're in a, they're in fucking hot water right now, and they're so they, and they will always openly tell people how amazing their relationship was, how they never fucking fight. Well, not not the guy, but she would, mm-hmm. and it it was the complete opposite, a complete disaster. And in their case, you know, she cheated on him. So 
So it was like because they're such a happy couple that never fights, right? <laughs> exactly. So she just needed to go out and cheat because there's no problems. Yeah, so <laughs> stupid, dude. It, it's such a weird phenomenon, and I think people want to project this idea of what they are versus who they actually are or what their life is really like. And there's a lot of dishonesty, you know. In your guys's case too, you know, the counseling thing probably scared him. I don't think that you should feel guilty for asking for him to go to counseling, but people. If you know that your partner is very damaged, then you also have to know how to communicate with somebody knowing the shit that they went through. If you know that this person has had a fucked up past, right? You got to fucking tippy toe around that yeah, shit. Yeah, what's your approach now? Yeah. You're, sometimes it's a selfish thing because it's like, so this is what I realized. And this is just, just coming from me. Like how, what I went through is like when you see someone drowning and you want to save them, right? Like you it's like sure you could jump in the water and and pull them out but then like what ends up happening is like people are so selfish because in reality what they want to do is they want to they want to rescue them because they're hurt about it yeah like it it hurts watching someone you know pretty much walk off a cliff or whatever so you want to save them because it's making you stressed out right but in reality like you're not doing at you're not doing them a favor at their pace. You're rushing them. You're telling them fucking hurry up and get it over with. And you're like aggressive about it. You're like, you're you're putting too much pressure on them like an annoying parent, right? And the reason why is because you're not doing it. You're not, you're not doing a service to them. You're doing a service to yourself ultimately. Yeah. Because you're just like, hurry up and fix your shit so I don't worry anymore. Yeah. That's what's happening. You're like a worried mom that wants their kid to come home and be safe. But is it really because of kids safety or is it because you're worrying so fucking much and you're being selfish about it? Mm. So I think when it comes to that, people always, you know, they go, oh, this is, you know, for you, like it's it's for you. But in reality, it's because you don't want to worry that much. You don't want to feel like you're, you're second guessing anything and all that. And then you're threatening the marriage. Like if you don't get counseling, then we don't get married. And I'm like, I get it. But there's also the other part of like unconditional love where you know what you're getting yourself into. And what that that shows me is like you better fix your shit, then I'll love you Mm. versus like, you know what? I know you're a broken piece of shit, but I fucking love you and I'm going to ride this out no matter how long it takes. If it takes 20 years to fix your fucking problems, then I'll be there for you. But people don't have that loyalty. So they don't know how to do it. And And then I'm guilty of that, too. Right. That's when I noticed like, oh, shit, dude, like I. I don't know how to love someone unconditionally. Yeah. Everything is a is a is a like if you do this right then I'll love you. And I think that's how a lot of people operate and that's no way to do it. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 hard for like I understand too when you're in in the beginning of your relationship and you want to figure out what's right for you. So you're you, it it does come from an art, you know, Arguably, a, a, I think a sensible, selfish place where you're thinking about your future and the person that you're going to be with, and that's understandable. It's just sometimes when you when you give somebody ultimatums, you push them into a corner. Yeah. And when you push them to a corner, people can't help but fight back because yeah. it's like, wait, hold on a second. What do you mean you're not gonna? If I don't take this, that you're gonna leave me. So that's all it really takes, mm-hmm. and then you're just gonna fucking bounce. There's a lot of problems in like approach 
and how how you deal with people because everybody comes with a certain amount of baggage that we all have to learn how to deal with like you know joe and i were just talking about this when we were having lunch about how much your parents can fuck you up Mm -hmm. for the future and that shit starts to bleed out and leak out when you're older and it's and it sucks because we have to deal with and maybe my kids in the future too they have to deal with my inadequacies that i pushed on to them and they don't even know what it is until they're older and they're like, fuck, no. I'm a reflection of my parents. And humans are just emotional sponges. We soak up, we observe, we take on the habits of other people. Um, we're way more like, what do you call it? Like we absorb feelings and habits more than we know. Oh, yeah. Like you start talking like people, like when you're around them, you start thinking like them. You start. That's why they say like you are the five closest people around you. Mm-hmm. And what typically happens is like when you remove yourself from this shit group and you get to a next group and then they make more money or like they make better decisions, you start to absorb that shit. You start to build their habits and then like so on and so on. But like we're going back to the whole like parent shit. It's like you spend the years absorbing that right and then i think the whole point of a relationship and a loving relationship is being able to be with a partner that will deal with that fucking baggage and then put up with it but help you grow out of it and then we spend the rest of our lives undoing those mistakes or undoing those bad habits that are damaging to ourselves and the people around us yeah so in her case man like i i'm also kind of harsh on her but i don't I don't think anything is her fault because she's not she doesn't know. Right. That's why she's asking these Mm -hmm. questions. I'm just I'm just speaking from what I've done wrong. Yeah. And, you know, maybe, you know, people that are listening can learn from it, hopefully, so they don't end up in a broken relationship like, you know, what I just went through. And just looking back at it, I'm like, oh, fuck, I, I there was a lot of things where I fucked up. Um, and going forward into a new relationship, I think I understand better, you know, how to set up better expectations for myself so 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 like it doesn't let myself down and doesn't let the other person down because when you like like the ultimatums we know people who go all right like let's let's settle this right and then and then they'll talk about it in their relationship and then the guy will promise and the girl will be like all right cool but it's a false expectation because how are you going to undo 20 something years of a bad habit overnight over one discussion that's unfucking reasonable (laughs) yeah yeah right if this person's been late for the last 15 years of their lives and you have one discussion and you expect your husband to be early on time Mm -hmm. it's like nah like but don't get emotional about it don't take it personal as if they're lying to you don't take it personal as if they failed you don't take it like they're fucking they're it's like people will make promises because they want to do good right so they'll say shit like all right honey i won't be late anymore whatever right and then he's gonna break that promise why because he's been a late motherfucker for the last 15 years or like or a cheater or a fucking whatever habit they have right but if you want to save this relationship, you can't react immediately. Go, see, I know you're a lying sack of shit. Fuck you. Yeah. You know, you hurt my fucking feelings. And it's like there's no progress that can ever happen. The job for the person is to accept the fact that, hey, the person you're with is a broken piece of shit. But you got to love them unconditionally to help them and remind them and teach them. And over and over, it happens over and over. All right, you're late. That's cool, man. Next time, let's try to do... And then you create parameters. It's a fucking bitch. It sucks. But that's a part of being human. And I think that's how you 
grow a good relationship. Man, I need you to talk to Mariel about the toilet seat thing then. Because I've been trying to explain. <laughs> that's a very good way. Okay, I'm g- we're going to take this podcast <laughs> and I'm going to put it in her fucking ear. Because this is what I've been trying to tell her about my toilet seat problem. Yeah. So, so we moved into a new place. We have one big bathroom that she we share She probably takes now. it personal as if you're not listening to her. Exactly. Yeah. So I've been telling her this, man. Fuck, Mariel, you're going to listen to this shit. And I swear to God. So I was telling her, she goes, I, she goes, you know how much I hate this. I hate it when you leave the toilet seat up. And what I was telling her was this. I was like, listen, my whole life, I've never had to do this. Yeah. Right. Uh, my mom, whether the toilet seat was up or down, she didn't give a fuck. She would yeah. just put it down or she would put it up. It was never a fucking issue. Because it wasn't something in your household. Right? It wasn't in my household. And she didn't have any brothers or sisters. Exactly. So for her, the default was that. Yeah. And it yeah. was all guys in the house. And she didn't really care. Yeah. And even back, she's, I always ask my mom. And I, and I feel like for a lot of people, that whole toilet seat up, toilet seat down thing has become like this cultural thing now. It's yeah. like, oh, girls like it like this, guys like it like that. You know, and for me, it's it'll be up or down. Yeah, right? after I take a shit, it's down. Yeah, so I just lift it up if I have to pee. Exactly. <laughs> so I so I told her, exactly. So I, you know, that's what my thing was too. And I told her yeah. like, listen, when I put this toilet seat up and I leave it up, I'm not doing it as a as a point in contention to say fuck you. Yeah. You know, I don't give a fuck that you're gonna fall through this toilet to splash your vagina in the and water. That's such a stupid thing to fight over. But that's what I'm saying. You know, and she goes, it's just my pet peeve. I hate. It. I was like, I understand. But when I mess up, and I said, out of like. A week, I'll yeah. I mess up twice. And that's out of seven days. I'm taking a piss of shit seven times. Yeah. I think those two times I fuck up, you should give me a pass on. You know, like it doesn't happen all the time. I'm not doing it on purpose to hurt you. It's yeah. just this is what I've been doing my whole life. So you're expecting me just because you say it's your pet peeve and it pisses you off. You're, I'm not going to be able to stop it overnight. <laughs> I can only get better, you know, <laughs> as time goes on. And it's not easy. Yeah. You know, so like, for example, like she did the most petty shit. She, uh. By the way, I was cleaning the house all day, and I was setting up this podcast, and then I get a picture on my text message. She goes, see, you left the toilet seat up. And I'm like, bitch, you think that's what I want to see right now? Oh, no. Like, while you're at work, I've been cleaning up the boxes, cleaning up this whole fucking house, and you're giving me shit about this toilet seat? I will body slam you into a bag of nails. Like, you Like, it's, it's funny, too. Like, she takes it as a personal attack. It's not a personal fucking attack. Yeah. Sometimes people slip up and people mess up. Yeah. It's like, how many times have I told you luggages is not a word it's luggage you don't see me luggages flip. yeah she goes did you get the luggages it's luggage bitch like <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not over here just being like how many fucking times did i tell you it's fucking luggage luggages right that's it's like tight. it's just like sometimes you slip up you mess up that's all <laughs> but sometimes i feel like i just get the fucking spear right to the stomach this podcast is brought to you by Skylight Frame. Check it out, man. Holidays are coming around the corner. And if you're looking for a really dope gift for your family, especially if you want to share memories and love, you got to get a Skylight Frame. Skylight Frame is a photo frame you can update instantly by email from anywhere. It sets up effortlessly in about 60 seconds just plug in use the touchscreen to connect to your wireless network and enjoy sending photos to skylight is super easy everyone in the family can just email them to your personal skylight email address and they'll pop up in seconds now for me i actually got this skylight frame for my parents because whenever i go on vacations or i travel uh, all i have to do is send the skylight or send to the skylight that email address and the photos that i want to send them pops up so when they have the frame and they want to see things or they want to see me they want to see me and my fiance or the things that I'm doing and they want to see photos, uh, they don't have to wait for any other app or you know whatever just to see what I'm doing. I could send it to the email and it could pop up in the frame so they could see it in real time, which is really, really cool. So check it out, guys. 
Uh, as a special holiday offer, you can get $10 off your purchase of a Skylight Frame when you go to skylightframe.com and enter code GENIUS. That's right. To get $10 off your purchase of a Skylight Frame, just go to skylightframe.com and enter code GENIUS. That's S-K-Y-L-I-G-H-T-F-R-A-M-E.com, promo code GENIUS. Yeah. It's like oh, I, I think it's always something else, man. It's it's never the toilet seat. Like it's a representation, and they, you know, it it, it makes them feel like something, and it definitely makes her feel like I'm not respecting her. Yeah, it's like, oh man, you're not thinking about me. I think when that happens to, just looking back, is like, you you probably don't give her attention right now because you're so busy, right? Probably, yeah. So like that's kind of a way for her to communicate. Like I need to be um, priority. I need to be known. Like that's that's a big fucking thing about women that I wish I knew. I wish I just I mean, I had a lot of time to think about the relationship and where I fucked up. And I think a big part of it is they need to feel um like they exist and recognized and 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 that you know just they're there and and that's such a emotionally like different thing i think for guys because our minds are very one track and also we don't need to do that to each other and check in with each other yeah to know that we're we're here and we exist and we're significant yeah so and also like those are traits i think for men that that are kind of um it makes you feel less than to need that from someone yeah right but women don't grow up the same way or they don't you know it's just different right and you watch them interact and they give that energy to each other. They, you know, it's like, oh, I'm this way. Nah, girl, you not this way. It's like that. Oh, you so hot. Look at you. You so hot. Yeah. Like they fucking shower each other with that significance. And then they're like, oh, my God, look at you. Did you do something with your hair? Oh, fuck. Yeah. You know, and they fucking give that fucking like hype man energy. And then they take us. They take that step away to just like look at them, give them that presence, give them their attention, all that shit. And then for me, like, it's difficult to do that when I'm thinking about how am I going to fix this fucking business that went sour? Yeah. How the fuck am I going to do this? Yeah. Whatever, right? So my mind's on that. And then I go, oh, shit, I'm writing this book. I'm thinking about this book. So I'm like, whatever. And then, like, I come home. I don't even address her. My mind's on, like, if I fucking think about anything else right now, I have ADD. It's going to think about that. And then she'll be like, hey, uh, did you get that thing? And I'm like, huh? Boom. My mind's already gone. What the fuck was I thinking about? Yeah. Oh, no. I was thinking about the book. I had a great million dollar idea. Where the fuck did that thought go? Oh, no. And then like it's just different because women have that capacity to multitask and think about multiple things and switch back and forth. Um, Their emotions are they're capable of feeling this and then two seconds later feeling that for us. We're like it's it's completely different. It's like one fucking long marathon that's going one way and we can't run off track. And if we do, we got to start all over again. Yeah. And I was like, fuck, how do you blend that dynamic? Um, it's it's difficult. Hard. Yeah. It's but they hard. need to feel they need to feel like wanted continuously. And I was like, and that's their that's their way. I fucked up. That's because I would get mad at that shit and I would fight it logically. And I was like, that's just their way of saying I need you. And I'm like, fuck, I wish I knew that. There's this weird thing of like, I think sometimes people have this problem in a relationship that um, that I used to have too is where they they take certain like for example she kind of brought up the fact that she goes well he had a problem with me grinding up on this girl who's a bisexual girl 
um, but I don't feel for her that way. But then he goes off and he cheats on me. So who's he to say anything, right? Yeah. And so sometimes people do this thing where they, they look at the negative stuff that somebody has done to them and they hold on to it like it's ammo. Oh, and yeah. And so they collect these these points. They oh, go, yeah. oh, remember when you did this? Remember when you did I that? Remember doing that shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible, don't you? I know. You know, it's a, it's a very bad thing to do. Because what you do is that you also kind of set up the person that you're with or that you care about for failure. And there's no way. It's, it's, yeah. like, it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy. Remember that time <laughs> yeah. when you fucked up? Well, it's like, fuck you because I can do it too. Yeah. It's, and it's hard to address a problem that's in front of you when you keep on referring to stuff in the past that hasn't been solved. Yeah. And so if, 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 if we're doing this thing where we're constantly going back and forth and saying, hey, remember when you did this? Remember when you did that? The, the fights never die down and they become more and more intense and they become compound over time over and over and over like remember when you came over and i remember i was like all right well let's talk about some of the stuff that you guys went through you're like man fucking seven years ago i was like chill and then it just was like yeah i remember eight years i was like hold on i was like i'm exaggerating but it was like no no you're right we were just trying to fucking fight not resolve shit because we were both hurt and we were both selfishly concerned about being heard being hurt on our own yeah. and i think that's we're you know that's where conflict resolution sucks uh and sucked in our relationship and why it didn't work is because like we're too concerned about me first mm -hmm. i'm hurt fuck you you fucking hurt me yeah and i think that's what people all do all the time i want to be heard first mm. I, I i you know i want you to fucking recognize my pain first and i'm like damn so that's what that's what they mean by being the bigger person. It's like, oh yeah, I'm hurt, but you know what? Like, I love you, so yeah. tell me what happened. That's when those personal issues aren't resolved. It bleeds into other things, and things start to fucking explode and yeah. compound. Because, like for example, yeah. you know, I remember what did last time. This is like one of my funniest stories that you ever told. It was the fucking lime story, dude. On oh the, my god, the taco. <laughs> like it's never. It's not even about the lime. It's, not, it's yeah. nothing. It's, it's just not. some other no. shit. That, it was just like the last straw. Like you squeezing that lime and. She's just like, what the fuck? What kind of what kind of fucking shit is that? And you're like, that's how I like my fucking limes, bitch. <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? I'm just saying, like, you could just got a better lime. Yeah. You know, but it's not about that. It's just there was something else that wasn't resolved and it just went boom. Yeah. Explodes. And these are the problems that happens. And for this guy, whatever issue that you guys were going through, whatever need that he felt that wasn't met. And once again, I'm not saying this to saying that you're at fault and you're to blame. If he was gonna cheat, he was gonna cheat either way. But he thought it was an okay ting. Okay ting. <laughs> That's an okay ting. Yeah, he thought it was an okay ting. He thought, <laughs> he thought it was an okay thing to do to find his comfort into somebody else's arms. I don't think he's even thinking. He's not. He's just like, oh, I, like you're. He's feeling something that he wanted to feel from you, mm -hmm. and then things just happened. Yeah. Um, not to excuse him, but you know, I, I don't think it was something that he did to be spiteful. I don't think it's something that he did to hurt you on purpose. But when people are emotionally distraught, they do some dumb fucking things, dude. And yeah. um, maybe it was like a situation where things weren't curated correctly. Yeah. That's what happens on these personal relationships. It's rough. Damn. It's rough, man. But I, I kind of feel like it's time to move on, find somebody new. But it's going to replicate itself. It's like you learn your lesson and move on. Yeah. Sometimes when there's too much baggage in a relationship, it's hard to come back from it. It's hard. I can't. I'm, I'm somebody who... I wouldn't say I can't, but it's harder for me to, I think if I was cheated, let's say Mariel cheated on me now, I, I, I want to say that I would just cut it off and move on, but I really don't know. Yeah. Um, but I, I think I have more of a propensity to do that just because it would like sit with me very mm -hmm. weird. Um, 
but who knows like i i can't say stuff like that in definites and a lot of people have that gusto of saying like oh if somebody did this to me i would definitely do this that's true because you don't know until it happens exactly and, and I'm, I'm saying this to you like i'm saying it to myself you're all fucking talk you don't know shit you <laughs> don't know shit you don't know what the fuck you're gonna do when it happens yeah. because all these great memories might start to pop up they might say the right thing to make you forgive them you don't really fucking know yeah you could say as much as you want oh i wish a motherfucker would do this because i would do that that's what i thought too when i when i said to myself i said you know what i wish a motherfucker would rob somebody in front of me i would step in and do something you know what happened it was in a jamba juice this motherfucker got robbed in front of me and i said what happened <laughs> the guy just ran away with the guy's wallet i didn't know what the, <laughs> I, I processed it hella late i was like oh that guy got robbed that's like you don't know what's gonna happen i literally saw this guy get fucking robbed he got his wallet stolen in front of a jamba juice in south pasadena right in front of me wow and i just couldn't process what, this pocket he picked his fucking pocket. He like, he, he basically jacked him. Wow. And I don't know what was going on. And Man. I was just like, oh, oh my God, this just happened. And I, I was like, for some reason, I, I forgot who explained it to me. It was like called like normalcy. Like you try to normalize everything. Oh, and so you just my, can't accept your brain doesn't accept that it's happening. Exactly. And that happens with shocking events like cheating. You don't know what you're going to do until that shit happens. So, you know, don't don't be so cocky and confident about your situation, giving people advice about shit that you haven't been through. Mm -hmm. I read this comment recently. He goes, you know what? I'm like a 26-year-old virgin. I haven't had a girlfriend yet. But let me tell you my two cents. Your two cents doesn't mean shit. All right? It literally doesn't. Why do people with no experience feel like they should give you an opinion? I don't fucking know, dude. It's like See, that's the part about... America that I fucking hate mm. is you are not entitled to your own fucking opinion. You, I mean, well, you can you can say what you want, but you're a fucking idiot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can say what the fuck you want. You know, I mean, well, we all get to say where the fuck we want, but I mean, damn man, like know your fucking role, man. If you never been through it, shut the fuck up. Yeah, hundred percent. Save yourself the damn embarrassment. Yeah, why are you trying to solve other people's problems? I mean, not not like us, but like. Don't don't sit there and try to solve somebody else's problems when you haven't even lived anything close to a day in their shoes, man. It's like you're trying to give a billionaire advice about money and you have you haven't even had a job yet. Exactly. You haven't even made your first dollar yet. Yeah. Is that the funny thing that people do? Well, I hope that helped you out, uh, Lacoya. Um, but on to the next genius suggestion. Ooh, that I was like, a good one. I like this one, dude. Dating after college. Oh yeah. Ooh, dating. Back in a dating game. <laughs> this motherfucker back in the dating game. Ha <laughs> ha. Uh I like dates. This person's name is just D. I'm gonna say that your name is Dick. So Dick, dating after college. I haven't gone on a date for ten years because I wanted to focus on school and my career. Ten years? Ten fucking years. Wait dude. a minute. That means you never had a girlfriend in your whole entire life. What are you <laughs> talking about? <laughs> High school's four years. Yeah. College is about four years. So that means from junior high, he's counting sixth grade as dating. <laughs> Am I doing the math wrong here? What, what the fuck? Dating after college. So when he's 21, 10 years, 11, bitch, that don't fucking count. Right? You, so you basically been single forever, dude. Get the fuck out of here. This, what on, are you talking about? I've been, I've been out of the dating game for 10 years. Bitch, you weren't even in the game, dude. You weren't even a fucking bench player. Shut the fuck what up. What the fuck? Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yo, we don't mean to laugh at you. It's just the way you phrased it is funny. It's like dating after college. Be Mitch. honest with yourself. <laughs> He's like, I never fucking went on a date and I just graduated college. 
that's never had a funny. girlfriend that's cool man don't worry about it you know there's some people that choose not to date for a long time or they're i had a friend who hasn't had a first girlfriend until he's 25 years old because he just didn't like dealing with um crazy emotions and shit and 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 there's nothing to be ashamed of but to mask it and go yo i've been out of the dating game in 10 years it's like what are you talking about man <laughs> you were 11 or 10 years old <laughs> the fuck it's like listen man uh, i just got out of i just graduated high school i've been out of the dating game for 18 years uh, and i'm trying to figure, figure out how to get this pussy again because i don't know what it's like last time i saw pussy i was inside one so i came out of one so fucking funny dude okay well never mind okay he says and and because i've been putting minimal effort in dating um okay he says school and career so maybe he's talking oh, maybe he added some career I hope, shit. okay i hope I okay hope, so now, okay. now we're reading more my bad dude. we just roasted you for no reason but that's <laughs> okay. fucking funny uh now i'm 30 and i don't okay, know where funny. to start now that that's makes funny. sense okay that's funny so he was he's dating around 20 okay and then he, he for 10 years he took a break yeah okay so he's he now he's 30 so it was when he was 19 was the last time he dated okay now i'm 30 and i don't know where to start friend circles are already explored Okay, bitch. He's like, all the finest girls in my friend circle are taken. You fucking homie hopping ass motherfucker, dude. All right. Uh, <laughs> that's a funny thing to say. You know what's cool, though? If he's really focused on his career, that means he's 30 and he's got money. I know. Look, check this out. So I work at a hospital. He's a nurse. Fucking awesome. And consider work relationships kind of risky, but it's almost not even an option since most of the women I meet at work in my age range have boyfriends, fiancés, or husbands pretty early into their careers. Yeah, 30s are the are the most uh, least single ladies. Man, fool, you got to go find a 12-year-old, bro. Yep. I, <laughs> I find it hard to see myself meeting a woman just out. By the way, that's a joke. Just in case people want to roast me on that shit, it's a fucking joke. I don't uh, like 12 year olds. I like 13 year olds, okay? <laughs> God. What are we, R. Kelly? I know. Uh, what do you think I am? I find it hard to see myself meeting a woman just out in the wild, okay? Uh, unless there's a place we both frequent and something can be built over time. I'm just really skeptical of people. Not wild about dating or meetup apps. Open to suggestions. Thanks. Hey, oh, he goes, I'm male to clarify. Hey, you're fucked just to let you know. Why would he limit yourself? He's like, okay, so I don't know where to start. Uh, my friends, <laughs> you know, dating circle sucks. Like, I don't really like the bar, um, you know, and I don't like dating apps. So, yeah, I'm fucked. Where do I start, guys? Yeah. Oh, well, I don't know. The fucking Amazon jungle. Maybe you'd have more of a damn... <laughs> chance there no like i wouldn't okay so me i was reluctant for tinder and shit like yeah. that because you kind of have a name to yourself i too. do right but at the same time my friend's like do you want a pussy or not and i was thinking yeah i do yeah i do and he's like why would you limit yourself yeah he's like if a girl you meet her she's fucking awesome she's cool like wouldn't you want to expand your chances you're gonna let your pride get to you and prevent you to meet your next dream girl why because you have too much pride and i'm like oh you know what you're right because he met his girlfriend on tinder so i don't think he wanted to seem like a loser so- <laughs> <laughs> okay. but he gave me that speech right yeah. and i was like okay i'm gonna make an account fuck it and then you know like it, it's we do this thing i think uh, uh, a lot of us guys where we just want to get over the dating part and get with that dream you know, like we, it's yeah. like, it's like that shit's such a, it's, it's so annoying. You have to like go on dates, you have to do this. And it's like, but now I have a totally different approach to it because it's fun. Like I like to meet people and I'm not thinking about who's my next wife. I'm thinking about these people are awesome. Like so many different like lives, lifestyles and, and ideas and thoughts. And like, 
you know, like I get to talk to like adventurers and travelers or like yeah. fucking straight up, you know, like surfer girls or business girls or whatever, you know, and, and you just sit there and you engage with them and then you just have a good time getting to know people. And, but like a lot of us, I think we're too quick to think of 10 years ahead and being like, well, am I going to waste time on you? Because like, what, yeah, what? how do you know? Yeah. yeah. How would you know? So like, I, I would say when you're thinking about dating, like don't limit yourself, man. Like it's don't just dating. Do you want? Yeah. I think the best line is why would you stop yourself from meeting your dream girl? Yeah. Because that's exactly what you're doing. And then some people be like, well, I won't meet my dream girl at a bar. Well, I won't meet my dream girl at this place. It's like, how would you fucking know? You haven't tried. Yeah. Your approach is so fucking dumb, man. And I want to say, here, here's why. Let me just say this. Like, I, this, this, is, this is genius suggestions, right? Take this with a grain of salt. Actually, you know what? Not a grain of salt. Take this with the whole fucking Morton fucking diamond kosher salt. You fucking jackass. Like, this is what you're doing. You're going into this fucking pond that's dried up. This is this is your area that you like. You go, these are the scenarios in which I want to meet somebody, right? Yeah. And that's it. And then you're wondering how you're going to get this big catch. So instead of going into a bigger pond to having a higher probability of catching somebody that you want, casting multiple rods, what you're going is to this dried up fucking mud pond and throwing out your fucking rod and wondering why you can't catch anything. Yeah. It's 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 dumb. It's it's fucking stupid. It's so dumb to the point where you are trying to set up a perfect scenario in your head of how you want a woman to approach you and talk to you and how you want to develop a relationship that's not fucking realistic. So if you want to go into a situation where the probability is that low, then you have to understand it and accept it. Yeah. So you are putting yourself into this box. You can't um, – beggars can't be choosers. Exactly. Yeah. You, you cannot – and here's the problem with this too and this is how I'm seeing it too. If you approach dating this way, I would hate to see how you are in an actual relationship. If you approach dating as in these are the parameters that you have to be in or I'm not going to be happy, that shit translates into your future relationship. Yeah. If you're Mr. Long-Term Relationship Guy, you will be the last person that anybody will want to be with mm -hmm. because you need to set up your perfect standards for how things should always be to make you happy. And that's not how life is and that's fucking not how dating is. Mm -hmm. Dating is more about finding out what you like than you finding out about the other person. You will find that out. For me growing up, I used to think that I wanted a specific type of girl, and it turns out I fucking hate that girl. Mm -hmm. I thought I wanted a girl who was just super sweet all the time, that she was the exact opposite of me in the sense of, you know, I guess I kind of wanted her to be more compliant, you know, that she's like a like submissive housewife. Oh, I wouldn't say that far, but she doesn't like fighting because oh. my mom fought so much. She likes oh. arguing all the time. And I was like, I don't want to be with a woman like that. Turns out I like. Bitches. Yeah. Like, like Mariel fights me all the time. Yeah. Bitches in a very loving way. I love you, Mariel. But she... A woman who stands her ground. Yeah, she stands her ground and she tests me all the time. And sometimes mean. Yes. And sometimes says things you don't want to hear. Yeah, that makes you just want to fucking uppercut them. And sometimes makes you feel like less of a man. <laughs> there was... The, the girl that I was with before Mariel... She was so sweet to a fucking fault, and it was because I thought that that was the type of woman that I wanted to be with. Mm. She, it was, it was to the point where we would argue about something, and I would say my point, and she would just be like, you know what? You're right. I'm completely wrong. 
And it, it was like that with everything. And then I would sit back. It's, and, it's difficult to respect people like that. Though. Exactly. Yeah. I couldn't fucking respect her. I yeah. was like, if you have a point, let me hear it out. Don't just agree with what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. I want to know why you thought that. So at least I could get a better understanding of who you are. And the only way that I got to understand what I wanted in a person was by dating people, being open to the thought of dating people in these situations that I would have never known. I've mentioned this before on the podcast. I have fucking mad anxiety. I have I have to beat that shit out of me and I got to figure out what I wanted in a partner and who I was as a person because I dated in these very awkward situations. Yeah. I started dating people that I met at uh, my community college. I started dating people that I would meet at comedy clubs. I started dating people any, any chance that I could get. Yeah. If I thought that they were attractive and fun, I was like, let me shoot my shot and see what happens. And I, I was able to develop a more solid idea of what I wanted in a person and who I was. Mm. Yeah. I think that's it is like don't even think of it like the next girl that you meet better not waste your time and you have to marry her or just yeah. I mean a fuck? lot of guys jump the gun man even on the first date they're already planning the fucking marriage and that's where creep zone happens man like mm -hmm. and in, or they're just so desperate for fucking vagina they're like I can't wait till I get her home and fuck the shit out of her and they want a one night stand or something it's like yeah. I think that uh, dating a lot and meeting a lot and brushing up on those social skills and taking rejection and being stronger, that's what makes a man. And if you can't fucking do that, you don't deserve a good woman. Yeah, she's like, he's like, I, you, don't, what, you don't want to waste your time. Dating is not a waste of time. It's a life experience. It's great. And yeah, you meet more people. You might, you might not end up fucking or being with her, but you might end up with a dope-ass friend where you vibe and, like, you know, things can come from that. You know, like, it's like... <sighs> It's, it's hard to explain, man, but I think a lot of uh, guys that don't enter that realm, their problem is also they don't interact with enough women and people. Yeah. So they like the more years you wait, the, you know, people keep surpassing you with social dynamic and all those skills that you don't you don't fuck. You can't be the best person for your next girlfriend homie hopper dude and stop yeah. being a fucking homie hopper dude what's wrong with you man it's like dude i have no friends to date anymore everybody's taking up taking up it's like dog you know there's other women out there besides the fucking women that your friends have already fucked especially now dating so much easier it is because before you were limited to not only your city but your social circle your race your class you know you can, now you can like it's easy to be in a multicultural like fucking interracial relationship with I mean like you can date someone from someone far away it's like it's much easier now yeah. to find more people that you vibe with because of online and you know what too it's if you're the person too that wants to find like you want to cut through the bullshit and find somebody that you're compatible with why wouldn't you want to do dating apps dating apps yeah. are curated by based on what you want in a person and they try to match it up to the best way yeah. possible so they do about 20 percent of the work that you would have to do prior to that because when you, you can meet, do that all in your underwear at home exactly and it's quick and the probability is a lot higher you know what fuckers had to do back in the day yeah they dress nice oh walk to the fucking bar like what a club or whatever and you had to sit there you had to fucking talk to almost every fucking woman out there and then see if it vibes or doesn't vibe you waste a lot of time dude a lot these fucking apps, man, like there's a there's a dating app for every single type out there. You could have a dating app called Foreskin Meets Foreskin. Yeah. And then it'll be it'll be a girl with a fucking pastrami pussy and then a fucking guy with long foreskin on his dick. And that's the only requirements that you really want. <laughs> These things are yeah. so Christian I saw, mingle. I, I saw like conspiracy singles and it was like two, 
it was a white couple with fucking foil on their heads and shit. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like if 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 you want those specific parameters for who you want to date, then the dating app is already for you at that point. Yeah. I would have loved. Uh, one time somebody used my profile. Uh, I got my Facebook account hacked, and they oh, used shit. and then they hooked up. They hooked up my Facebook to Tinder. Oh shit! And I was getting all this other shit, and I got linked up. Uh, fucking uh, somebody came oh Danielle she was on Tinder too and then my profile popped up and Danielle was like why are you on Tinder I was like I'm not on fucking Tinder I'm with yeah. Mario what are you talking about but somebody hacked into my Facebook oh. and they linked up my Tinder and they had oh. like these random stats about me or whatever and then there was a bunch of fucking random swipes you know it's and like, you're like I could add all these girls I was like look at that I could be dating that's kind of cool um, and it's funny too when I read the profile it was it was pretty accurate to who I was a person. So this person obviously was a fan. Yeah. You know, because they, they like. They oh, knew you. They knew yeah. me. There was like certain quirks about fucking me. Catfishing girls on your face. Damn, dude. It's so fucking funny. I don't know what the purpose of that was, but it was kind of a nice ego boost. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. I guess if I wanted to get into dating, I could again. But. Yeah. Um, and I I'm, I mean, I would focus on that. It's all about like, I mean, a lot of the times, like you're just thinking about the girl to meet your criteria. Right. But like. Mm-hmm. I always tell people this. If you're single, like write down all the things that you want in a person and then that person will start showing up more and put it out there in the world. Like tell your friends, this is the the girl I'm looking for. This is the girl I'm looking for. And um, you got to be the man that's right for them too. Like take a look at yourself in the mirror. Smell yourself. Are you the best you can be? Yeah. You know, like, can you lose some weight? Can you gain some muscle? Can you do something? Can you, you know, whatever. Like, and women like men who are driven and have interests and things like that. Like, you have a great career, all that. But you also, if you're a nurse, you have a lot of days free, right? Like, you're probably on a 312 schedule or a 410 or some shit like that. But you have multiple days open. Pick up a hobby. Pick up a skill. Pick up other things. Like, start another business. Do something. Do do whatever it, it is, you know? And then, like... um, Cause you're the you're ha, yeah you're the classic king of like have nots like oh I can't I can't do this I can't do that but I want to do it this way it's like then bitch don't complain a lot of people are like that man I fucking hate that shit but I, I think it's because they don't know um, that they are doing that and they're limiting yeah. themselves and it's it, it all stems from fear fear of rejection stop being a little bitch like, man yeah just go out there even it's if, fun yeah even it's if fun. even yeah. if you know that this dating thing is might fail you might be surprised at what you find out when you date i really enjoyed dating it was I actually too. it was really fun for me like if anything else like I'll, I'll never give up mariel but do i miss dating i actually do i miss that that fresh interaction sometimes but for me the reason why you know obviously i don't go to live in that lifestyle is because what i have with mariel is 10 million times better than those those glimpses of happiness yeah. when i date like nothing I, I will never replace what i have now with that fucking little shit right there but um if you're if you're 30 you're still young Super you're still young, young. i'm you're, 35 dude and i'm dating yeah, he's 35. Like, I'm turning... I'll fucking date till I'm 45. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I get rejected all the time, too. Like, people always make, oh, oh, well, Joe, you have a following, and, like, girls like you, because I'm like, nah, bro. Like, fuck. There's girls that are, like, have way bigger followings than me, or just other things, and... Yeah. Um, and I ain't shit to them, but still, like, I just keep talking, and, 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 like, for me, I'm not thinking about fucking everybody. I'm not thinking about marrying everybody. I'm just talking and seeing if I connect mm-hmm. or if I don't, and all I care about is connecting. That's what you should worry about is emotionally, mentally, um, and physically connecting. 
Yeah, and you can't do that if you're already looking to be married to somebody 10 years ahead when you haven't even talked to this person yet, dude. Like, I, it's great to have that goal and understanding where you want to be in your relationship with the person. But to sit there and say, like, well, I want to get married. And that you're already setting up an expectation Why that— Why would you want to get married? <laughs> Let's start with that, dude. Why fucking tie yourself down to one <laughs> pussy full fuck, you know? Just connect, man. have fun, yeah, and lift each other up in life. Damn. Yeah, it's not, it's, 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 it's all good. You act like 30 is hella old too. It's not, man. You're fucking, you're what? You're now, t- you're two years younger than me. That's whatever. I, was, I wasn't even thinking about getting into a serious relationship till I was 30. Damn. Yeah, but then Mariel just happened to come by and I met her when I was 25, 20, 26. Wow. So it's what it is. You know? I don't even feel like I'm 35. Well, I, think I don't act like I'm 35 either. <laughs> Well, you don't look like you're 35 oh, either. Thank you, thank you, thank you. But you've seen some of our homies, dude. Oh, my God, they're balding and shit. Like, <laughs> dude, I'm like, Dad, like you old fuck. <laughs> I hate it, too, when I meet somebody who's our age, around our age, like in the 30s, and they go, yep, we're old guys. Bitch, you're old. What the fuck are you talking about? Hey, Fucking don't wh- drag me in this world. I hate that, dude. They're like, oh, like, Mariel sometimes do that. She does that shit too. She goes, God, I'm so old. I'm like, if you keep saying that, dude, you know what the version of a fucking pussy drying up for a male is? Yep. And my foreskin is receding back into my belly button. That's what you're doing, you bitch. At least lie about it. Yeah, you're not You're not old. I want to see a 90-year-old grandma talk about how young she is. That's, yeah. that's my shit right there. Dude, I got to work with the, with, with the lady in her 70s recently, and she she's amazing, dude. She fucking kills it. Like, she's super dope to be around, and she has the energy of, like, a fucking 12-year-old. It's great. That's dope. It's a mentality, dude. It is. Bing. Fuck. Well, guys, that wraps this episode of the Genius Brain podcast. We call these genius suggestions. I like these. Yeah, I I like it a lot, too. gives us something to focus on when we talk about our personal stuff instead of just going on a random diatribe, which I know you guys like, too, but fuck it, eh? Um, If you guys want us to talk about certain topics, uh, people on the Patreon get first dibs. After that, leave it in the comments below. Interact. I like it when people talk in the comments, too. If you guys have an opinion, just go talk back and forth. Don't fucking yell and scream at each other, but just have an opinion about things and be able to defend your point. That's all that it is, man. Great conversations. You can catch us on Spotify, iTunes, um, any Stitcher, any type of audio platform out there. We're there. If you're on iTunes, make sure you give us a five a five star uh, and share the podcast with all your friends because we're, we're, we're trying to be there for you. You know what I'm saying? You sexy sons of bitches. We'll see you all next time. Toodaloo, my asses. Peace.